Hear this, the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Well, let's take the Word of God and see the Lord today from the International Gospel Hour. Keep it right here. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 90 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. Well, greetings and hello, everyone. Once again, we appreciate you joining us for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour on the air or online since 1934. We are blessed and we are thankful to have you with us. We appreciate our Jay Webb and his kind words, and you'll hear from Jay in our broadcast. We have a couple of special studies available for you today, and Jay will tell you about those momentarily. But may I mention, real quick, another free online tool, gospelgazette.com. That's gospelgazette.com, and gazette is spelled with one Z gospelgazette.com. When you get to gospelgazette.com, click on the archive tab and you'll see access to over 25 years of articles by Christian men and women. The editor is a dear friend, Lewis Rushmore, his assistant editor, Rodney Knopf, and they accumulate a great amount of material that they make available monthly absolutely free. So please check them out at gospelgazette.com. Let's consider John the 20th chapter verses 30 and 31. We've been spending a little time at this text in a couple of previous broadcasts. Let's go one more time when the Bible says, And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in His name. Friends, when we look at that statement, and we know that Jesus did many other signs, later in John 21, near the end of that chapter, if everything Jesus did was recorded, the Bible says that all the books in the world could not contain them. That is amazing. But these are written. And in this great resurrection chapter of John 20, we want to see some things that are written to help us believe. Please grasp the following statement of reassurance. Listen to this. We have more solid evidence of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ than we have of this life of many, or have in this life of many great men of history and many great events of history we accept without question. That observation was made in 1957 in the Teacher's Annual Lesson Commentary by the Gospel Advocate Company, page 216. So true then, so true now that there are individuals of great men of history. We accept those events, those men, without question. But there are people today that will not accept the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Friends, we hope that you will. And what we wish to do here at International Gospel Hour is to give you reason to, to believe so. And, friends, to look at the Word of God, God's revelation unto man. 
With that being said, we have a very special free offer for you today, and here is our J-Web with a tool that will help you in your study, our free publication that we're offering today. Our free publication today is Reason and Revelation, a monthly journal courtesy of our friends at apologeticspress.org. International Gospel Hour has secured a limited supply of this awesome publication of apologetics well proven over 40 years. Get your free copy today by calling toll-free at 855-444-6988. Leave your name and address and just say Reason. That's it. Again, that's 855-444-6988. Leave your name and address and just say Reason. You can also send your request through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us your name and address and put Reason in the message box. We will send you a copy. Again, we have a limited supply, so get yours now. Friends, let's consider today John 20, verses 19 and 20. We've been looking back through the chapter of John 20 of these things that are written. In John 20, verses 19 and 20, the Bible says, Then, the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. You know, we've talked about running souls and running tears. And now we're going to be looking at some refreshed disciples. It changed their attitude, did it not? They were glad when they saw the Lord. Here they are assembled together on this, this first, on this, the first day of the week. They were assembled. And that reminds me, friends, of assemble or assemblies today. You know, when Jesus promised to build his church in Matthew 16, 18, the word church there means the ecclesia or the assembly or the called out according to his purpose. There are individuals who make up the church as the called out or the assembly that gathers together in his name. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul talked about how the church would come together. And then we think about a passage such as Hebrews 10 and verse 25 of not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. There's something about coming together as the church of Christ, the church of our Lord, to assemble together as His church, to come together, not to forsake it, but to be exhorted, to be built up, to worship God. You know, as I look back at John 19 and 20, in assembling, There is the presence of the Lord. Now, someone says, well, the Lord is always with you. If I'm out by myself, the Lord is in the midst, and so on. And yes, God is always near. The Lord is always there. 
His uh, hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. Isaiah 59, 1, we know of the omnipresence of God. He's all and everywhere. But when we assemble, the Lord is in the midst, and we are there for the purpose of worshiping Him and acknowledging Him. When we assemble, there is peace. There is nothing more disturbing than division and strife that Paul warned against in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And friends, people do not like churches that are constantly engaging in something like that. In assembling, there is peace. Not only is there presence of the Lord and peace, but there is proof. You know, Jesus showed them his hand and his side, where he had died, where he was crucified. When we assemble as the Lord's church upon the first day of the week, we are commanded to partake of the Lord's Supper in which we remember His death, 1 Corinthians 11. The early Christians in Acts 20 and verse 7 gathered upon the first day of the week, and they gathered together to break bread at a meaning or a sentence or a syntyche, synecdoche rather, there's the word, which means that this statement is made for a small amount that covers a whole another. And scholars would agree that they are partaking of the Lord's Supper, remembering the death of Christ, of which Jesus instructed in Matthew 26 to partake of the unleavened bread, which is his body, and the cup, which is the fruit of the vine, to remember his blood. So when we assemble, we are reminded of the proof of His death. And friends, when there is presence, there is peace, and there is gladness. Where there is presence, peace, and proof, there, yes, is gladness. Friends, we would love to help you to find a church of Christ in your area. We love to help you in your study of the church that we read of in the New Testament And we want to offer to you now a free video study. And I'll pause and allow our J-Web to give you those details. Does It Matter is a free online video study. The most important question in all the world is, where will you go when you die? God has provided from the Bible all that one must know. Any questions about salvation, sin, and the church? They will be addressed from God's Word. May we send you the link and give it a try? Just call toll-free at 855-444-6988 and leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? Again, call toll-free at 855-444-6988 and please leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, email, and type, Does It Matter, in the message blank. We will send the link right out to you. So, friends, again, let us send that link to you of Does It Matter. It's a great online video study. And and I also know that there may be those of you without video, I'm sorry, without online access. Well, friends, we can gladly mail you a Bible study. Our Bible course by mail, we send that out all over. And if you call us at 855-444-6988, the same number that Jay gave you, and just say home study, leave your name and address, and just say home study, We'll be glad to help you with that. 
We want you to be refreshed as we read of these things that are written. But yet, friends, we want us to be refreshed when we are obedient unto the Lord, when we respond to Him in obedience to His will. What a joy that we can study the Word of God together, and we'll do so at another time. Thank you for joining me today here from the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory, and we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or our other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Glory with you.